Hello, everybody. I am Dr. Dr. The Nurse, and this is The Nurse's Rock Show. I am your host and your creator of The Nurse's Rock Show, and my full name is Dr. Diane Reed, or Dr. Dr. The Nurse. Get it? Dr. I am covering a really important episode, um, at least based on my sons and their friends. Um, they asked me to do a show about the Ramsey Hunt syndrome, or Ramsey Hunt syndrome. I'm going to start off by saying um, RNs are the most trusted healthcare professionals in the United States. They do a survey every year. And for the last over almost, I think it's been 15 years now, might be longer than that, that every year we're voted the most trusted healthcare professionals. And that is related to one of our major roles we play. Um, and that is providing the public with reliable healthcare information. So whenever you are being treated or supported or helped by a registered nurse, it is because we have been taught to make sure we get the most reliable and accurate information we can when we're trying to instruct you on discharge information or admission information or you know what to do for pneumonia or a broken leg. So with that being said, um, if you haven't heard, Justin Bieber has recently put out a statement saying that he has Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And actually to start, I'm going to say um, my prayers go out to Justin and his family and to anybody who's struggling or suffering with Ramsey Hunt syndrome. This syndrome is rare and I'm sure for those that are suffering with it, it's scary. So my prayers go out to all of you. Dr. Ramsey Hunt was an American neurologist and he practiced neurology from 1900 to 1937. He actually named three Ramsey Hunt syndromes. And the one that Justin has is called Ramsey Hunt syndrome type two. A lot of the healthcare literature though has stated it's been changed to Ramsey, I'm sorry, to herpes zoster oticus. And so if you look it up, you might find it under one or the other, or both. Herpes zoster oticus, O-T-I-C-U-S. And oticus, anytime you see O-T in a medical term or O-T-I or something like that, it is, um, if you use your medical terminology, O-T means ear. So herpes zoster oticus is caused by the varicella zoster or herpes zoster virus. And the herpes zoster virus is the virus that causes chicken pox and shingles. Now herpes zoster virus, you get it when you're a kid or when you're young or whenever you get it. If you get it the first time, whenever you get it for the very first time, it's called chicken pox. Once you get chicken pox, the virus goes to sleep or goes dormant. 
afterwards. And so when it's reactivated in your body, and they don't really know why it gets reactivated, but once it does get reactivated, then you are now being told you have shingles. So there's a belief in um, the United States that the majority of all the adults have been exposed or had chicken pox, usually during elementary school. So the majority of us. But there are those that never get exposed and never get chicken pox. So that's why you would see someone who is an adult end up with chicken pox. So I remember in college, uh, one of my classmates, um, and she was 21, got chicken pox. And who was it ever bad? She had those blister-filled, um, water-filled, uh, uh, no, nah, I won't say water, because it's a liquid-filled blister. Um, she had them everywhere, in her head, on her toes, everywhere. And um, I knew this because her mom was one of the, my classmates as well, and we studied a lot together. I got chicken pox when I was in elementary school, and I remember the only thing that I was bugged about, or the only thing I really remember about it, was the fact that I couldn't go outside and play. So when we get things like that when we're younger, we tend to deal with it better. Of course, our physically and our bodies don't react like it would when we're adults. So um, that's why it's best, of course, to get it when you're a kid. But I'm sure there's some kids out there that may get it really bad as well. But um, I just remember her being really sick. And we in healthcare do know when we see adults with it, most of the time, they are very sick. So um, when you get, if you've been exposed to chicken pox, um, when you're a kid, then you get shingles when you're an adult, when it's reactivated. And again, we don't know why it gets reactivated. So um, your healthcare professional will usually ask you, once you hit 50, whether or not you've had chicken pox or been exposed to it. And if you don't know, they'll draw your blood um, because they want to know if you want the shingles vaccination because that can get reactivated at any time. And again, they don't know why it would get reactivated, but it does, and then you would get shingles. And shingles is no fun. Again, I've seen a lot of adults with it, had, had family members with it, and it is not something that you would want to get. So herpes zoster oticus is a rare type of shingles. When herpes zoster oticus causes the muscles of the face to become weakened or paralyzed, then it's called Ramsey-Hunt syndrome. And that's what Justin has. The Ramsey-Hunt syndrome causes the weakness and paralysis in the face muscles because the facial nerve is being attacked by the herpes zoster virus. Symptoms that are associated with herpes zoster oticus are a painful rash or blisters filled with fluid in or around your ear, one of your ears, and it can also appear in your mouth or your throat. 
the common shingles that I talked about also has a painful rash and it's usually found on a part of your torso. So your torso is your body from your neck to your hip. So usually you'll see a rash 50 year, if you're 50 or older uh, and it's very painful and that's shingles. Now again herpes zoster oticus painful rash or blisters filled with fluid in or around your ear and it also can be in your mouth or in your throat. Um, you'll have possibly ear pain before you even see the rash. You might have hearing loss. You might have ringing in the ear or tinnitus is the medical term for that. Um, you might have dizziness or vertigo is a type of dizziness. And um, of course, nausea and or vomiting. A lot of people ask, is Ramsey-Hunt syndrome contagious? It's not contagious without the active rash or blisters. And what that means is if you've never been exposed, remember, to chicken pox or had chicken pox, then if someone has Ramsey-Hunt syndrome and they have the active rash with the fluid-filled blisters and you come in contact with that, then you can get chicken pox from that because remember it's the same virus or someone could spread it to someone if they had it okay um, if you have Ramsey Hunt syndrome with the rash and it's still the blisters that are filled with liquid and someone who has never been exposed to chicken pox or ever had chicken pox then they could get chickenpox from that exposure. Now to be totally um, safe, and you, if you were concerned, you need to call your doctor or your nurse practitioner or your physician's assistant to get you diagnosed. And actually with Ramsey-Hunt syndrome, the sooner you get diagnosed, the better, because then they can start your treatment. And treatment is usually some type of steroid or antibiotics or both. But again, the earlier the treatment, the better. Now, as it relates to prevention, remember they don't know why the herpes zoster virus is reactivated in your body. But the studies that have been done suggest that life stressors or stress in general, we know decreases humans immunity and so of course a trigger for this they believe is stress and you know living is stressful as a human so we're always exposed and open to getting things the best thing I can offer on that as it relates to prevention is you know that's why you take care of yourself as far as eat right, um, exercise, keep a positive outlook. And again, that won't be 100% prevention, but it can help. So um, I'll end the show with this. Remember, if you have any questions or concerns related to you think you may have, you think you know someone, whatever, you and or your family member or friend should contact your healthcare professional, 
whether it's your doctor, your nurse practitioner, or your physician assistant, whoever you see when you go into the doctor's office, you need to get in and see them if you want to get diagnosed. They will also give you the procedure for whatever that may be. You know, if you call and think you have chickenpox, that's what you say. If you call and think you have shingles, that's what you say. And then they'll ask you appropriate questions and tell you what to do. So I really, really want to thank all of you for listening to the Nurses Rock Show. And I am here for you. If you have any other questions related to healthcare issues or concerns, you can reach me at Dr. Dr. Nurses Rock at gmail.com. That's Dr. Dr. Nurses Rock at gmail.com. Or you also can go to my Instagram, Nurses Rock Show. Take care. Have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Nurses Rock. <laughs>